So I'm going to tell you one of my success stories for manifesting. Well, I'm right here actually in one of my success stories. So I'm here in Greece on an island called Evia Island and I'm currently hosting a yoga retreat. I'm actually here for a couple of weeks hosting back-to-back -back retreats and this is something that I have manifested, that I created in my head, made it happen, put the work in and now I'm here enjoying it and it's a massive part of my business. So it wasn't as easy as that. It wasn't just a thought. It wasn't just a visualization. I had to put the work in. I'm back. I'm back for episode two. <laughs> uh, did get a little bit like, oh my God, what have I done after releasing last week? What have I done? No, no, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Welcome. Welcome. And thank you for putting me back in your ears. Maybe you're listening on this Monday. I hope you've had a lovely weekend or whenever you're tuning in. I am grateful. So episode one went out. Thank you for all of your lovely responses and make sure you subscribe. It helps the podcast so much on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you're listening. And that will help this podcast do well. Well, that's what they say anyway. So I'm, I'm saying that too. <laughs> um, but let's get into it. I am going solo again today because I just have a lot to give. And I wanted to just be here with you in your ears and just share. So this week, it's a little bit different. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about business as well. That's going to come up. But I am a manifestation queen. Um, and I really have a lot to share about manifesting your dream life. But I also am really aware that it is such a hype word at the moment. It is such a word that is used a lot and it's got a little bit of toxicity around it as well. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive deep into that and I'm going to investigate a little bit. I've done my own study over the last few years on manifestation. It has changed my life and I just want to bring it to you. But I'm also really aware that I am a very privileged white woman that has a lot going for her. Um, I do believe I've manifested a lot, but my circumstances have definitely made it easy. So just wanted to say that little disclaimer. These are all of my own beliefs. I have some incredible teachers that have taught me along the way, like Esther and Jerry Hicks, Gabby Bernstein, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Rhonda, who wrote The Secret, Oprah, and so many other people have incredible books out there. Roxy, I can't pronounce her second name. She has a great book and all of these people I have learned from, I've taken parts from. But what I'm sharing with you today is my take on it. Don't take it as Bible. This is just my opinion and what I believe manifestation is really good for just helping you live a more positive life. More so than the materialistic things, I'm all about feeling good in your body. So before we begin, let's do a little stretch. Oh, first a little shake. Shake it out, okay? Then reach your arms out really, really wide, like you're making a T-shape with your hands. And then on your inhale, face your palms up towards your sky or ceiling, and then reach the arms up. As you reach up, gaze right up at your hands. Inhale. And then on your exhale, take the two arms back down around by your sides. So we're doing a little lateral stretch, getting into our ribs. And again, inhale slowly, arms up, look up. Exhale all the way down. Inhale right back up. And exhale down. Come back. And let's begin. 
So the book, The Secret, is what really brought it to life for me, Manifestation. And this book is a beautiful book. You know, it does get a little bit of backlash. People do say that. It makes manifestation and law of attraction sound too easy. But I just want to talk you through what I got from the book and how I feel like it's really powerful. So the first thing it's all about is the law of attraction, which is basically explained like, like attracts like. So whatever feelings, emotions you put out to the universe, those are the ones you're going to get back. And that can be hard for a lot of people (laughs) to understand. So if you're thinking a lot of negative thoughts, you're going to attract a lot of negativity. If you're thinking a lot of positivity, you're going to attract that. So it's both sides of the sword, negative and positive. The other thing it really, really focuses on is the power of positive thinking. There's so much samples of how you can switch your mindset and how you can choose your words wisely, which I think are so important. I myself daily have to work on the words that I choose. I catch myself in this negative little spiral and I have to snap my fingers, change myself out of it, give my body a shake up and then restart. Visualization is a big part of manifestation as well. And for me, I find this part really easy. I was a child that could play make-believe quite easily. I have a really big imagination. I'm always dreaming. So I loved visualization and I think I was doing this even before I read The Secret and when I'd be going planning big events or doing things with my friends or holidays traveling I would be visualizing all the scenes of where we're going before it would happen and then when I get there similar things that I visualized would happen and I didn't really realize that I felt like I was having a bit of deja vu in places I was going until I got into manifesting I was like "Hmm." (laughs) maybe I manifested these things. Another big part of um, what she talks about is having gratitude, having so much thanks for what you already have, being in the, the body that you have, the family that you have, your circumstances, being grateful for the simple things can give you so much light and just being grateful for your food, being grateful for the sun, being grateful for the rain, being grateful, you know, that you have a job, that you have a roof over your head, those little things. If you can practice that gratitude every day, it really does help um, with hiring your your vibration. And then another part that she talks about is taking action. Manifestation or law of attraction is basically you having a dream and you wanting to make that dream a reality. Are you having an idea and you want to bring it into your life? That's the best way I can explain it. But taking action on that. So this is a big part. This is where we can really start to debate this law of attraction talk and this manifestation talk because you have to put the work in. And some people out there believe you worked for it. That's why you got it. Not just the universe has given it to you. And I go back and forward with this, which I will dive into a little bit later. But putting the action behind what you want. That can be difficult at times. You know, you can't just keep visualizing you want something. You want a new job and you want to feel better every day in your job, but you're doing absolutely nothing about it. All you're doing is thinking about it. No, you need to start applying. You just put yourself out there. You need to make changes, taking action. And then overcoming limiting beliefs. And this is difficult when you have are so used to thinking negatively. I myself had all these limiting beliefs that I couldn't do this. I couldn't start a business. I couldn't make money doing yoga. All these kind of things that were holding me back from living the life that I'm, I'm living now were all my limiting beliefs. And they were just all brought on. I don't blame my parents. I don't blame anyone. They're all brought on by myself and the restrictions, but also a little bit of society. So you can actually help yourself get out of those limiting beliefs. And what I feel really helps with that is affirmations. Well, I call them mantras. I love my little mantras. But in the secret book, she talks about the affirmations. 
And then another big part that she talks about is the universe. <laughs> so the role of the universe and what that really is. What is the universe? It's such a big, broad understanding. And whoever you are, listen to this. I don't believe in pushing manifestation on anyone. I don't believe in pushing law of attraction on anyone. I believe that everyone just be happy in their own way. And I just want you to not feel like, you know, I, I don't want to be someone that's like pumping this into your ears. I just want to give this as it's brought me so much light. It's given me so much joy and it's made me feel happy almost every day. So I'm like, manifestation is a good thing. So when I started to really bring it into my life, one of the biggest things I started to do was make better decisions. I started to choose things that I really wanted to do. And I definitely was a people pleaser. Sometimes I do get back into my little people pleasing ways, but I definitely over the last 12, 18 months have got a lot more assertive and been able to say no to things. But when I really started to choose where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do and what I did in my free time, that is when I was able to lift my frequency and attract more of the things that I wanted to do. And this wasn't me, you know, oh, quitting my job, becoming a yoga teacher. It didn't happen like that. It happened more when I started to make better choices, when I started to surround myself with people that lifted me up, people that I could laugh with a lot, the people that I could live and be my true self, who I was. So starting to make choices like, Drinking less alcohol was a massive shift for me. I was never a massive, massive drinker, but I was definitely someone that was living by the paycheck every single weekend. Yes, going out on a Friday and Saturday night, which maybe isn't classed as a big drinker, but <laughs> it probably is a big drinker. And then on a Sunday, absolutely dying. And then on a Monday, Tuesday, feeling a bit grumpy in my body. And then finally starting to feel back to myself on Wednesday, getting giddy again by Friday and just repeating this rat race of just chasing the sesh. Now, I was in my 20s. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Um, well, I don't know if you are supposed to do it, but I think that's what Irish people definitely do. But I knew that if I wanted to manifest the dream life, if I wanted to feel happy every single day and make all of my dreams come true, I needed to change something. And I didn't have time to manifest because I was too busy socializing, too busy being hung over, wasted hours, not feeling good, feeling negative in my body. And that was lowering my frequency. I found it so difficult. I still find it difficult to tell people I don't want to go out and drink. I just make an excuse of doing something else. Sometimes I'll be honest about it or I'll be like, hey, let's do this instead. I'm just not into these big catch-ups that are involving just loads of booze anymore because how I feel for a few days after is just not worth the crack. It definitely isn't. And I can have the crack sober. So that is when I really started to surround myself with it. So I used to say, I'm saving to go traveling. That's why I can't go out and drink. Let's do this. That was a lot of an easier option. I was saving money at the time. It definitely did help not drinking, but that was just an easier excuse than, hey, I'm actually working on lifting my frequency so I can manifest my dream life. That was definitely an easier option. But when I started to make these better choices and spend more time with my body, with my yoga mat, doing the things that I absolutely love, journaling, writing down, making a vision board, putting it out there and really believing um, that I could make these changes, that's when things started to happen. And when you start getting your first little bits of results, the first little things happening, 
oh my God, I manifested this and this is that, then your belief system starts to build. Okay. So when you have evidence, then it's just so much more easier to believe. Okay, so I'm going to tell you one of my success stories for manifesting. Well, I'm right here actually in one of my success stories. So I'm here in Greece on an island called Evia Island and I'm currently hosting a yoga retreat. I'm actually here for a couple of weeks hosting back-to-back retreats and this is something that I have manifested, that I created in my head, made it happen, put the work in and now I'm here enjoying it and it's a massive part of my business. So It wasn't as easy as that. It wasn't just a thought. It wasn't just a visualization. I had to put the work in. I knew when I became a yoga teacher that I wanted to do retreats because my whole journey with yoga did start on my first ever yoga retreat. I was like, this is amazing. Imagine I could do this uh, for people or bring this to Ireland. And I really felt like after I'd done my teacher training, there wasn't really much retreats in Ireland. They were in America and around Costa Rica and places, but there wasn't much at home. And I was like, I can bring this to Ireland. So Back in 2018, when I had started my business, I was had about seven or eight yogis after a couple of months of teaching coming to me in Wexford. This training popped up with one of my amazing teachers, Joanna and Roe. And I was like, it's a 10-day advanced vinyasa training. I'm going to do it out on this little island. I'm just going to do it for myself. I just feel like I need more as a teacher. I'm going to do it. So I went out to the island and was like, got there. And on the first day, I was like this is where I'm going to host my first yoga retreat. This is it. This is it. So I was there for 10 days, got talking to the owners. They were kind of only doing it a couple of years. They were newish and they were like, yeah, we will offer you a space, but you have to be able to sell, you know, a certain amount of spots. So I was like, okay, I can do it. I can do it. So then after a couple of months, maybe it was August, September, and this is at the time I was just moving to Dublin from Wexford. I priced up the retreat, did all the calculations, priced up way too cheap. Thought I was going to make money, but it turned out I didn't make any money. I did it at a loss. (laughs) But I priced it up and it was a bargain. And anyone that booked that retreat, you got it for an absolute bargain. There was no money made. It was a loss, but it didn't matter. I just wanted to get it up there and I just wanted to sell it. And I was like, right, I'm going to put it on my website. I'm going to put it on my Instagram, Facebook, and it's just going to sell. Just going to sell like that. Well, let me tell you, it took me, you know, I think every second day talking to my Instagram, talking to absolutely everybody I could. I printed posters. I dropped them everywhere. Come on my yoga retreat. I did like a 20% sale. I tried everything to sell. And over the whole year, I ended up getting my brother, my mom, his wife and his, his, her mom, but and like few friends. And I was just putting it out there to everyone. So I did sell the retreat. It didn't sell out, but I did sell it and I made it happen. But throughout the year, I was visualizing what people were feeling like. So in my meditations, I was visualizing people feeling incredible after the week, people finding themselves. And I was planning each day of the retreat as I was visualizing and I was really getting into and I had this belief that it was going to be incredible. And I just knew that my first yoga retreat was going to be incredible and it was going to be just the beginning. So there was a lot of learning lessons on the financial side, but I wasn't worried about that at all. I wasn't even thinking about that. All I was focused on is being able to create a magic week for people. They're leaving Ireland for 
a whole week with me and I'm going to give them a holiday of a lifetime that could possibly change their life. And that was my goal. And that's what I was putting out to the universe. That's what I was saying. And that's what I was practicing every day that year after attending here. So I had already been to the place. So it was easy for me to visualize the water. I had this big imagination that even eating Greek salads, I was thinking about it. And I was putting all of the work, all the belief and all of the energy behind it. Then hosted my retreat. Gosh, retreats, they're not easy to host. Now, and uh, fast forward, I've been doing it a good few years. And this year I had four retreats in Greece. Last year I had five retreats in Greece. The year before, I had three retreats in Greece, so there has just been so much growth from it and it's just been incredible. So I feel like this is one of my success stories. Even though I know I have this and I know I'm going to do retreats, I was saying to the ladies here last night, I'm going to do these retreats until I'm 90 years old. I still don't come here and get, you know, get a bit sloppy. I really give every moment into every part of the retreat. And I think that's a big part of keeping on a high vibration and being able to attract my yogis every year on coming. Like this retreat, I have six people that have returned from last October, which is just amazing. Okay, we're going to change it up just a little bit. I'm going to just talk you through, I actually do have a manifestation course, 21 day manifestation course. It is an amazing course. I have spent years working on it. I released a course in 2020. I had a couple of hundred yogis that did it with me and the success stories were just amazing. I have refined the course, re-filmed it, <laughs> changed lots because I'm forever learning and growing in this. So I'm just going to share the kind of main pillars that I teach in the course and what I do in it. So I believe if I can feel good in my body and others can feel good in their body, then they're going to be able to attract more. Also, I really believe in affirmations or mantras. So I created this little practice like mantra yoga. I feel like it's been done before, but really it's these short little practices using words that you believe that suit you and that you're aligned with and bringing them in daily to help build up your belief system, build up your frequency, build up your vibration so you are able to manifest. So that's just one of the things that we do. But there's kind of five main pillars that I talk about in my course. One of them has been attraction. So that's your like for like, being able to attract what you want, what you put out to the universe is what you get. Another one is alignment. And I feel like this is a really big one because often people are like, I'm attracting this, but you need to be able, you need to be aligned with that to be able to attract it. For example, okay, I want to attract love. The most common one I hear, I want to attract my husband, okay? But you are someone that is not doing anything to put yourself out there to meet a husband. You are so busy. You're hanging out. All of your weekends are booked with your friends and um, your work. And you have absolutely no time or space to date someone. I'm not telling you to start swiping on the apps. I'm telling you to start dating yourself. Okay, so you need to make space in your life. You need to have free time on a Friday night that you would spend usually with a partner. You need to just do little things by yourself to be able to create space for that person and then want that person. Then there's obviously your negative thoughts. There's nobody out there for me. What are you trying out to the universe? You're telling the universe there is no men left. That's what you're attracting, okay? So it's being able to flip the switch and also do a little bit of make-believe to get that alignment. Create the space, date yourself. And I'm not going to make this all about finding someone, but that's just another one of the pillars. The belief system. Okay, and what you say and believe about yourself. And it's often hard to believe high things about yourself if you don't have 
evidence of good things happening. So what I really encourage is you start really practicing gratitude. This can help with your belief system. Practice being around people that support your beliefs and doing things that will help build evidence for your belief system. And then creation. So people are, I want to manifest, but they don't know what they want to manifest. Okay, so you need to create that dream. You need to put it out there. You need to really think about what you're aligned with. Is it just feeling positive? Is it having a new circle of friends? Is it being able to spend more time with yourself? Is it being able to have a dog? Being able to have your dream home? Being able to create what you want for it to happen and think it up. I just think all these are important. I'm saying this is another one that's so important is trusting and receiving. And this is such a thing that happens. And I feel like a lot of people say these little phrases like, oh, that's too good to be true. No, no. And I'm going to say this lots in this podcast. <laughs> There's nothing that's too good to be true. So when good things start happening to you, have yourself open to receive them and to trust them. And when that starts happening and you're like, yes, I deserve this. Yes, I deserve all this happiness. And you start oozing in it and you start giving gratitude and sharing your happiness and helping other people be happy, then all of the good things start to really happen. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about the kind of toxic side to manifestation and the kind of show-offy side and in my manifestation girl era, this kind of thing you might see on TikTok and I just feel like, you know, you have to be really aware that you might be someone that is so privileged. Like, I feel like I'm really privileged. I've come from a really supportive family. I have obviously had obstacles and challenges that I will share with you more eventually. But I definitely have had people around me and surrounded myself with people that have supported me, which has made it a lot easier. But there is some things that I feel like I want to just talk about. Like there's unreal expectations we put on ourselves and someone putting up, I manifested a Range Rover. You know what? You can manifest your dream life. You only have to work three hours a day. These kind of things are hard for people to hear and people to believe that's what people are doing when it's not the truth. Someone just got finance. Someone just got a loan out. Someone is working three hours a day because they've got a handout from a home person supporting them. That's why they can work three hours a day. So I just feel like there is a lot of it thrown around and this in result can help make people feel really like they don't deserve things or bad things happen to me or I'm never going to, you know, look like that because her genetics make her look like that. People say I manifested my dream body. No, you probably work out every single day. You eat super clean food or you restrict yourself. And this is a thing that I just want to touch on. There's a lot of, I think people can be really dishonest and say they manifest things, but actually they haven't manifested that. It's been handed to them on a plate. But that being said, you know, I might contradict myself here a little bit, but I just want to be really open. And I haven't talked about manifestation as much online as I used to. Every Monday I had these manifestation Mondays on my Instagram Hopefully I'll bring it back someday and I'd give all these little tips. And then, you know, I just felt like I'm hearing people saying it's fake or this. I was listening to this other podcast and so she had this person on saying it's just so toxic. Da, da, da. And I don't want it to be toxic, but I just feel like it's just really important for me to chat about this as well. And I think a massive, massive thing is our mental health. OK, and I ask people in my course to like choose your mood. And this is a thing that was really given to me by one of my teachers in India. He was like, you have the choice for your mood. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to be positive. And I do believe you can choose those emotions. 
But if you are someone that is depressed and you have severe mental health and you have lots of other things, you can't just choose one day you're clinically depressed or you're living with some disorder and then the next day you just choose to be happy. And that can be really difficult for people that are living with these certain conditions to see this kind of idea. So I do believe you can attract most things in life, but circumstances need to be right. So everything around you needs to be aligned and the frequency needs to be right. And then like, you know, there is a lot of negativity where there's a lack of empathy. Like people, you know, say, oh, I'm manifesting this baby. I have another baby. And then there's people out there that are doing absolutely everything right. They're going through years of fertility and they're saying, oh, she's manifest another baby like that is difficult for people to hear and I think that can be lacking empathy as well so I, I just think it's really important to be aware okay and that's why I don't want to push manifestation to anyone and everyone's journey is so different and that person could be doing everything right she is visualizing everything with her baby in her arms and it should be happening for her and it will happen someday I believe if it's meant for her it will happen um, and that's just really really difficult and like I think also another thing is privilege privilege is just so important the opportunities of and the environments the country that you live in living in Ireland is such a safe country I have a family that both my parents were working you know I was able to go to school you know I'm not homeless so all these things really are just key factors and I just think it's important not to not to do that and then sometimes victim blaming <laughs> I talk about this in my course a good bit as well. And if you are someone that blames others for things going on in your life, this can have a result in, in not being able to manifest. And that can be a little bit of a toxic side to it as well. So I just want to kind of share all this. And I think a lot of the critics out there, they do believe in positive mindset. And I do believe in medicine. I do believe in science. I do believe in like treating your body, taking whatever the doctor says. But I also really believe in all these ancient practices from India and how people can heal their body, heal their mind. So I take it all and I believe in it all. And I just think if you are doing good and you're feeling good, it's as simple as that. You can attract good. But that probably is oversimplifying it. You have to put the work in. You can't just say you're doing all these things. You need to do it and you need to make changes. If you want to manifest things and it's not happening for you or you're not getting what you want every day and you're not happy, you need to put the work in and you need to change things. You know, you could just be having a really hard few years and those years are helping you learn and grow and you can't see it at the time. But in another couple of years, you'll be like, yeah, that's why I was going through that crappy relationship, that breakup. That's why I was having no money. That's why I wasn't able to get the promotion. And now look at me and you'll be able to look back. Well, that's what I hope and believe will happen hopefully one day for everyone. Okay, there's a lot of chat here from me today, <laughs> but I do want to just, a um, little story time. I said I was going to do a little story time segment. This little story time was when I had built up all the courage to leave my job in New Zealand. I was like, I'm doing it. I am leaving my good paying job. I'm going to travel the world for a year and I'm going to do my yoga teacher training and then I'm going to move back to Ireland and I'm going to teach yoga on the side. That was the whole plan. But the year before I did that, I was on a good salary in New Zealand, a very good salary. 
And the year before I did it, I went to a competitor. So I was working in the public sector, which is a company, ACC, a government agency. And the public sector was, you know, kind of one of our competitors, but not really because it wasn't, it was private. So applied for the job, really wanted a job. They were like, yeah, we really like you. It was a very similar case manager role. And then at the time they were like, listen, we can't hire you right now, but, you know, in a couple of months, you might be back in touch. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, I'm moving in a couple of months. All good. Well, after I had decided I was definitely leaving, this was six months later. This was probably like Christmas and I was going to leave in May. That was the plan. That January, I got a call from that company and they were like, Maura, we want to offer you the job. The job was going to be, I think it was going to be an extra 30k a year or something. And also some amazing perks as well. And the job wasn't going to start until March. So it was a couple of months. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I jumped off the phone and I was like, you know, rang my boyfriend at the time, who now is my husband, Bambi. I was like, Bambi, this is going to happen. And he was like, oh my God, you have to take it. And then I was like, but we're leaving, we're going traveling. And then I rang my parents. They were like, you'd be mad not to take it. Think of it, if you, even if you stood there for another year and made that money. And, and then I just said to myself, this is a test. I sat with it and I was like, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Sat with it for 24 hours. And then I was like, this is a test. This is a test from the universe. Being like, does she really not want to be in New Zealand anymore? Does she really want to make a change? Does she want to be close to her family? At this time, I was so homesick. Does she really want to travel the world? It took me six, seven years to build the courage to be able to go and leave a job, a comfortable job, and get ready to travel. I was so ready by that May. I got the man of my dreams on the same team, leaving New Zealand, leaving his family to come on this adventure with me. He was all for it. He wanted to do it as well. And then I was getting this test from this universe, this big fat paycheck, and a job that I definitely knew I wouldn't be happy in. I was like, if I take this job, I'll get stuck. I'll get used to the money and I'll get stuck and I'll stay for another few years. So I was like, this is a big fat test. The next day rang up and said, no, no, thanks. I'm leaving. And even when I told them I was doing that, they were like, well, we could do a 12 month contract for you. (laughs) They came back again and they were like, even giving me more perks. And I was like, what is happening? And I was like, no, I'm leaving in May. This is it. No, I'm leaving. I'm going to become a yoga teacher. And at this time I was like, I'm going to teach yoga on the side. But deep down in my heart, I knew I wanted to do yoga full time. I knew I didn't want to be in an office every day. I knew this was making my frequency low. It wasn't filling me up. The only thing I enjoyed about work was the girls I worked with, not the job. And I knew it would be the same in this company. So I said no. And I think that was a big fat test from the universe. And I never looked back. When I was traveling that year, I never looked back. But there was times (laughs) that first year or two when I had no money coming in. I was absolutely skint, living on the last little bits of my savings. I was like, oh, maybe I should have just worked another year at that and then brought home the money. But you know what? I never regret that. And I do think that was a big test. I also do believe that there is no coincidences. Everything that happens around you happens for a reason. That was a test from the universe being like, do you want this, Maura? Do you want it? And I show them that I want it. I put it out there. Yes, I want it. Put that energy out there, that hungry energy. And I got it. And I'm still fighting for it. Okay. So, so happy that we got this far. And I'm just feeling so good. Oh yeah. Okay. So don't forget, don't forget, I'm the sponsor of my own podcast because I can. (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by Yoga With More, the online studio. Also, all of my online courses, including my manifestation course, will have 20% discount off with the word 
podcast. I'm very, very excited. Love and light to you all. But first, before we go, stay with me, stay with me. But if you're driving, don't do this driving. Come and find a little seat. We are going to do a little meditation. So take your time getting really comfortable if you can. And when you're ready, take a big breath in through your nose and a big breath out. Allowing the shoulders to relax down, the spine to become tall and just becoming completely still. Still with your whole body breathing in again and breathing out. Repeating the words after me. I deserve to live a happy life. Breathe in. Breathe out. Repeating mentally in your head. I deserve to live a happy life. Breathe in. Breathe out. I deserve to live a happy life. Breathe in. Breathe out. I deserve to live a happy life. Take another big deep breath in, believing that mantra and breathing out. I am so grateful for the life I'm living. Breathe in. Breathe out. I am so grateful for the life I'm living. Breathe in. And breathe out. I am so grateful for the life I'm living. Breathe in. Breathe out. Repeating the words mentally. I am so grateful for the life I'm living. Breathe in. And breathe out. Letting your body gently relax that little bit more. Coming back with your hand on your heart. A hand on the belly and maybe you take those mantras and repeat them for the rest of this week. But together, let's take another big breath in. And a big breath out. Hands together in front of the heart. Let's rub our hands, collect, collect, collect all the light, all the energy. And when you feel it in your hands, place the hands over your face. Breathe it in and breathe it out. Namaste, namaste to you all. Love and light 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the More Rap Podcast. Please subscribe and remember 20% off my online studio with the word podcast. I am so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're listening. I will see you next Monday. I'll be in your ears. And I hope you got something from that podcast. Please send me a message. Let me know how you got on. Let me know if you are into manifesting. I want to hear from you. I want to connect with you guys and love this podcast community. Love and light and namaste again. Bye.